So, Mike, we opened this call. You said you had ten hours sleep, and I thought all was well. We are going to be immaculate in our presentation today. However, I, I feel awful. I feel like I feel like I'm still asleep. <laughs> I think I think for most of the week I had like four hours sleep, which was a combination of work stress and Call of Duty, if I'm honest. And then it got to Friday night and I was like, I'm so tired. I need to sleep. I think I, I think I started like the process of trying to go to sleep at like 10 p.m. Like I was brushing my teeth, watching my three hours of YouTube, <laughs> no, whatever. And then I was so tired. I actually took off the Fitbit to charge it. And I forgot to put it back on. So I don't even I didn't even get credit for this sleep. I'm actually really annoyed. I'm like, I got all this sleep and I didn't even get credit for it. I know that feeling. But I think I must have got about 10 hours sleep because I was asleep by, you know, like 10 past midnight. And then I woke up at nine, realized I didn't have the Fitbit on, put the Fitbit back on, then managed to sleep another hour. It tracked. So like when I actually woke up at like 10 something properly. Do you manually put in the hours? I manually credited myself eight hours. Good. Because it must surely have been at least eight hours. But I just feel so groggy. Like I, I woke up and I felt like I needed to go back to sleep. Like the whole day I felt like I really needed a nap. And then I basically didn't have any caffeinated drinks all day today until like 6 p.m. I was like actually falling apart at the seams. I was actually like, I need caffeine. I need caffeine to live. Do you feel fine now? I feel fine now because I just had a coffee before this podcast. Now I feel great. Unfortunately, it's 11 p.m. So, <laughs> Yeah, but I felt really groggy half an hour ago before downing that coffee. So what is your average daily intake? At least two cups of tea or coffee. At least. There's no limit. What, why limit yourself? Why limit a good thing? I do... <laughs> I do remember one time when I was like a teenager and I had a friend who was working in a cafe and he was just like, oh, come hang out at the cafe. I'm bored. And it, the cafe was really near where I used to live. So went there. And he was like, oh, whoops, I made the wrong drink. You can have it. Oh, whoops, I made the wrong drink. You can have it. I basically drank seven coffees in the space of three hours. He was not very good at his job. <laughs> I think, well, it was obviously accidentally on purpose, but <laughs> he was like, what would you like me to accidentally make next? But I, I felt really wired. I think I was like 16 at this point and went home and just immediately crashed. It was really odd, actually. It was like not having had that much caffeine at that point in my life. I think my body just literally used its entire day's quota of energy up in those like three or four hours. And then just, I, I actually literally was like, I feel a bit tired and sat down on the floor and then just like fell over and then woke up at 11 p.m. And I was like, what happened? So I guess I've always had a slightly weird relationship with caffeine. I'd imagine seven coffee might be unbearable. So I'm glad you just crashed and saved everyone. Saved everyone. 
It's really funny how sharp I feel now, actually. I really did feel terrible all day. And now I feel great. This is actually quite worrying. This is actually quite... I know that I'm like this, though. It's really bad. It's like the time when, before I realized I had developed this caffeine dependency, which is actually shortly after moving to Hong Kong, I didn't drink any caffeinated drinks at all over the weekend. And it got to Monday... And I was really struggling at work. I felt like physically unwell. I had like a pounding headache. I felt almost like I was going to be sick. And I was like, I just need to call in sick and go home. But I had like one more meeting before lunchtime. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to try and make it to lunchtime. I'll get through this meeting and then I'm going to go home and call in sick. So it's like, well, to make it through this meeting, I'm just going to drink a coffee. Just just to try and give me that push to make it through. And after I drank that coffee, I felt amazing. It was so weird. It literally, headache disappeared, sickness disappeared. And that's when I realized I had a problem. And I've done absolutely nothing to fix it since then, <laughs> other than make sure I drink a lot of coffee. I'm sorry, it's really weird how good I feel after drinking that cup of coffee just before this recording. I actually felt kind of bad right up until just now. Because it's a stark contrast as well. The difference between how you felt before and you probably feel normal now. Yeah, <laughs> insufferable. Now I feel insufferable again. Good. That's how what we need. It's funny though, because I was saying before we started recording, I'm sorry, everything's just gone wrong today and I feel awful. But on this recording, I probably sound absolutely fine because I've just now had my coffee. I should probably try and weed myself off. Uh, yeah, you sound quite dependent. But then I've never given myself time. Try it. Try not drinking anything caffeinated for a weekend and see how you feel on Monday. I've got stuff to get done. Anyway, let's get back on track. Let's talk about something else that... I have no idea. I don't have a tenuous link. What's going on? Huel. Soylent. Let's talk about Huel. Soylent. Meal in a drink drinks. What about them? Have you considered them? Yes. I didn't even know Huel existed until quite recently. I was quite excited when I found out that it was a thing. And are you having Huel, eating Huel? I mean, they don't sell it in Hong Kong officially. But I found a website that will ship you Huel or Soylent in Hong Kong. And I was actually going to order some when all the coronavirus stuff hit. So, no, I have not tried it, but I would quite like to. Why Huel Soylent? I I couldn't tell you why. I just think it sounds interesting. (laughs) It's probably disgusting. Just the idea of it seems kind of fun and cool. Would you try it? I said to April I would try this because it could save me half an hour, an hour every day. Yeah, you, you seem like a very function over form practical kind of person i mean maybe i'm judging you but you seem like the sort of person who would be like food is just fuel for my body i don't care what it tastes like i'm gonna drink this drink and get on with it 100 percent, that is me like the way you treat music in games or you know things just have a function for you there's like no emotional attachment you're just like i'm gonna i'm just gonna slam this drink and get right back to work (laughs) crush this coding 
You've seen through it. I don't think anyone else has noticed. Maybe everyone has noticed. They just don't tell me. That's <laughs> just a heartless robot. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm just this insufferable coffee monster. It's <laughs> just like, Ting's a robot. He just needs everything. fuel. He needs fuel. He's, he, he needs his human fuel. Yeah, so um, get some. Try it. Let me know. I always believe, like, you don't have the impact of, like, a high starch diet where you're just tired I, you know you know my problems with being tired after lunch I can, if i can sip this over the morning then i don't even need lunch actually what is the macronutrient balance of fuel is it like 30 30 30 you, you know i'm all about the macros now because the pt has incepted this into me did you know i bought protein powder i have bought a massive like tub of protein powder you know you know the biscuit spread do you know this I don't know biscuit spread. So, you know, like peanut butter obviously is made from just peanuts, right? Like you just grind up peanuts. And there's this biscuit spread. You know, like there's lotus biscuits, the slightly like caramelly tasting sugary biscuits. So they get those biscuits and they just grind them up into a spread. And it's delicious, but it's like nutritionally vacuous. Like it's just literally made up of biscuits. So the protein powder I've bought is that biscuit spread flavor, which is kind of a mistake. It seemed like a good idea at the time. But anyway, I have a massive tub of protein powder now. And I've just been drinking a protein shake every day. But I'm not sure it's been good for me. I, I think I've actually, I think I've cut out too many carbs. I, I was at the gym the other day and I was really struggling I think it was also because of the three or four hours sleep. But the PT was actually saying to me, I'm worried that you're not, you're not hitting your macros. <laughs> of course, he's hitting, not hitting the macros. You think he was worried that I'm not eating enough carbs now. He was saying to me, like, I think you're malnourished. Like, you're really struggling. I think you need to eat more carbs. And I was like, yeah, actually, I'm feeling really run down. I think I need a restorative donut. And he was like, yeah, you should have that restorative donut. How did that work out for you? Well, unfortunately, the donut shop was closed. I actually tried to buy a donut on the way back from the gym, and it it was shut. I bought some rice puddings instead. They were delicious, but I still I'm still hankering for that donut. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and have my restorative donut tomorrow. Okay. What is the donut shop? No, we're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> okay. Talking of gym exercise, let's talk about Peloton bikes. Do you have one of these? Of course not. <laughs> what do you mean, of course not? You might have one. Why would I get a £2,000 stroke US dollar bike? Exercise bike. Doesn't even take me anywhere. <laughs> because you're successful. You're a successful business jerk. I don't know. A lot of people are buying these, right? It's really popular. It's really popular. It's basically a virtual spinning class. It is indeed. But you have to pay for the pay for the privilege. I mean, it does seem very expensive. I, I feel like we've missed a trick here. Why didn't we jump on this one? As in, why didn't we sell a bike for 2,000 USD and a subscription for 50 USD a month? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. We should be doing this. We should be selling premium garbage to people who want to flex. <laughs> I, I, I send you this anchor 24 karat gold plated lightning cable how much does that cost 100 us dollars 
snake oil total ripoff it doesn't do anything it's a digital signal if it works it works you could i was gonna say you could use a piece of string i mean you couldn't literally use a piece of string in fact the lightning cable's got some dumb drm stuff in it but you know apart from that it doesn't have to cost 100 usd people will buy stuff just because they want to flex on other people do you remember that iphone app called I am very rich or something. I mean, it got taken down, but it was literally just a virtual red jewel that cost the maximum you were allowed to charge on the App Store when the App Store first came out. And some people bought it. Yes, I heard about that. I mean, at least the Peloton thing, it is providing a service. The bike is probably quite good. I mean, it's expensive, but there's clearly a market for it. Yeah. I guess also, if you're committing that much money, you really will make use of that bike. Yeah, that's right. It's sunk cost fallacy. You have to prove a point at that by that stage. Or you're so rich that $2,000 doesn't matter to you. But I don't think there's that many people that are really that rich. I can't tell anymore. If I'm honest, I cannot tell anymore. Yeah, who knows? People prioritize money differently. $2,000 to me... Seems like a lot to spend on a bike. But then again, I bought like a really crazy graphics card. So, I mean, you know, we know people, we, we both know someone who spent £1,500 on a backpack. <laughs> well, they, I personally guy, thought that was insane. <laughs> but They're just not prioritizing money at all. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand that at all. <laughs> And it seems like financing is a really popular thing these days, which I don't get. I'm really, I think I'm getting old. I know, I'm like kids these days. I i never finance it. I'm, I always just like save my money and I buy stuff with cash. I say I buy stuff with cash, I, you know, a credit card. You know, I don't borrow money. I'm not paying for stuff on finance, you know. Well, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? I don't know. I'm probably being really dumb. I'm not leveraging my capital. I should be buying like five houses. Or something. This is an exaggeration. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's the coffee talking now. I'm just making up garbage as fast as my mouth will move. <laughs> as usual. 